0: Thank you for listening to this new episode of the podcast, By the Still Water. It is our intent that these messages be an encouragement in your search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. In 2011, archaeologists in Jerusalem made an interesting discovery. In terms of physical size, it is one of the smallest of artifacts, but what it represents is huge. What was found was a bell made out of gold. The bell is very small, about 10 millimeters across, or about the size of a large blueberry. It was found in what would have been a drainage tunnel, a place where the filth of the streets above would collect and flow out of the city. It is in the shape of a pomegranate, and this is where the story gets interesting. You see, bells like this were described in the Old Testament text as being sewn onto the edges of a garment worn by the high priest that served in the temple, a place almost directly above where the bell was found. It would not take much to imagine the tiny object being torn loose from the priest's robe, unnoticed, and then rolling away and into the sewer. The temple, first built by Solomon, had held thousands of objects, many of them made of gold. Even some of the exterior walls had been covered in gold. The temple had been destroyed twice by invading armies first by the Babylonians and later by the Romans. Now, there is no way to be sure this particular bell was ever a part of a priest's garment. But if it was, it would be the only actual artifact ever discovered from the Hebrew temple in Jerusalem. But it is possible that the tiny bell could even predate the temple itself. You see, the text where the bells are mentioned is from the section written by Moses himself, and is recording the pattern given by God for the priest's robe. The robes were first made for the brother of Moses, the high priest named Aaron. The robes that were later moved to Jerusalem by King David, the father of Solomon that built the first temple. Think of the implications. Can you imagine holding something in your hand that had been made and first worn in the presence of Moses? The amount of gold in this object is less than what would be in a common wedding ring. But its meaning is beyond price. In the latest podcast episodes, we have been talking about the last letter from the Apostle Paul. It is written while Paul was in prison and is written to his friend Timothy. But to understand this section, we need to talk about the first letter Paul wrote to Timothy. The first letter Paul writes to his friend is about what Timothy needs to know when working with the local followers of Jesus. Paul says that the goal of our instruction is love from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. In the letter, there are discussions about the leadership in the local groups. There is a section that deals with how money is to be used and as well as how money is not to be used. There is also a section about prayer and even some consideration of Timothy's own health and personal conduct. But one of the main themes is why these instructions were so important. Paul tells Timothy that there are those that would corrupt the story of Jesus and corrupt the way these local groups were to conduct themselves. This was not just drift, but a needed response to some that were actively disrupting these local churches with lies and misleading teachings there is also the concern of the impact of selfish or immoral people and how they discourage or influence others in the local body. So Paul's concerns, including how to deal with those that would change the gospel, those that would act to disrupt the influence of the group, and finally, those that would act in an immoral manner. All of these actions create a friction and disruption that hurts the believers. It hurts their understanding of what the gospel is about and in regards to the love of God. It makes the task of living a godly life harder, and it hurts the relationships between people. Now, as Paul writes to Timothy again, years later, he has some of the same concerns. But it would seem that this time, the focus is on how the work of these corrupt teachers has impacted Timothy himself. All of those influences Paul describes impacting others, Timothy is now feeling himself. The unjust imprisonment of Paul has caused Timothy to be discouraged. It is the solution Paul offers Timothy that is our focus. He says, You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Paul reminds Timothy that the truth and hope that is found in Jesus has not changed. The love that God has shown to man is just as real and just as needed as ever. That is the grace Paul speaks of here. The small bell was found in a sewer that had been abandoned for about 2,000 years. Yet, even after all that time and being surrounded by all of that filth, it still was just as bright and beautiful as ever. It also still contains the tiny ball inside that makes it ring. The first time the archaeologists shook the bell, it made the same sound as it did so many centuries before when it was first made. Nothing had happened around it. The debris, the wars, the loss. Nothing had changed the sound of the ancient bell. In the days of Paul, Christians had been mistreated, abused, and even murdered. Timothy had seen it happen, but Paul tells him not to lose sight of the golden truth of the gospel, no matter what happens in the world around it. It is still the message of love that God wants man to learn and to follow. The other statement has to do with following the message in its completeness and purity. Paul takes Timothy back to the many times he heard Paul teaching about Jesus and teaching the gospel. The message that needs to be shared is a message that must be accurate and complete. This work of sharing needs people that will take it seriously and teach it to others. The only way this is going to happen is that the message itself is not only trusted, but is honored as the Word of God. Paul later writes, All Scripture is breathed out by God, and profitable for teaching for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. It is this information that will be entrusted to those that will treat it with the respect it deserves, and then share it with others. The phrase, breathed out by God, is the literal expression of the word inspired. The scriptures are given to us by God for the purpose of teaching someone about God and making the argument convincing, the idea of reproof. The meaning of correction here might best be described as bringing a ship back on course. And training could be illustrated by making the actions a habit. The next phrase where Paul speaks of being completely equipped for every good work deserves its own podcast. But when this is considered altogether, the message deserves to be correctly and truthfully shared. This is why Paul talks about finding those that will faithfully and accurately teach others. But there is something more here. The complete message from God is available in our hands, a message that includes those teachings that Timothy had heard Paul share. But as stated before, there are those that would corrupt or even abandon the pure message from God. There are many reasons this is so. The world is filled with greed and selfishness and violence. It would be easy to simply join that corruption, but Paul wants Timothy to have a different mindset. He tells him, do your very best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who has no need to be ashamed, handling accurately the word of truth. The small bell we discussed earlier is a good example of this. The bells may be the smallest detail in the instructions given by God for the Hebrew worship. But in that smallest of details, the craftsmen did their very best to follow those instructions. The bell clearly has been crafted with great skill and great love. They learned their craft and then applied all of that knowledge to making it according to the pattern. Paul tells Timothy to work to your very best to follow the pattern you have been given for the church, for worship, and for living a godly life. Because you will present that work before God. We are the craftsmen of our relationship with God. We need to handle with great care and understanding and a deliberate eye for details, the instructions that we have been given. Why else would Paul tell Timothy that the words were breathed out by God and vital to live by? Why else? Would he remind Timothy that the message needed to be in the hands of those that would take it seriously? The bell will still ring today if someone picks it up and shakes it. The gospel that Paul and Timothy taught still exists today if someone will pick it up and put it in motion. Leave the other garbage behind and listen to the simple message and plan of God for his people. There, across 2,000 years of history, Can you hear it? The bell still rings. Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true Word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Stillwater Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.